move on to our final division, uh, the NFC West, a division that has always been a tight knit race. Um, Seattle obviously is falling out of that race now um, after the Russell Wilson trade, but um, we'll start with our Super Bowl champs, the Los Angeles Raiders. Um, they got eight picks. Um, they don't pick until the third round after the Matt Stafford and the Von Miller trades. Um, some areas of need. They could use some depth, honestly. This team isn't doesn't have a ton of needs, but some era, some some depth in the secondary, some depth at linebacker for sure, and some offensive line depth. Um, obviously, the big loss, Von Miller to Buffalo. Um, Darius Williams, Austin Corbett, Sebastian Joseph, Johnny Hecker. Um, Odell is still a free agent for them. Um, Sony Sony Michelle is still a free agent for them. Um, don't forget, don't forget big daddy wit, big daddy wit, uh, retired, unfortunately. So that left tackle spot is open and available. They signed, uh, they re-signed one of their backups for like uh, a pretty big, yeah, deal. no, I can't boom. remember his name. Uh, no, boom. Thank yeah. you. Um, I remember that name cause it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so he presumably is taking over that left tackle spot for them, but we'll see if that's another area they look to add. Um, and then the two big additions, Bobby Wagner in that linebacker group and Allen Robinson coming over from Chicago. Love that fit um, in that system for them. But Dean, talk to me about the Rams. This is your team. Um, oh, yep. Got, got to lead off by saying they were my prediction with it all last year. Fucking I screamed it from the rooftops and I'm happy to see that it obviously came to fruition. I had my doubts a ton of times during during last season. Where they uh, they definitely looked a little shaky here and there, and obviously had some injuries go on, but hey, they made it happen. Uh, it's also hard not to predict that they're gonna fucking run it back, uh, considering the LA Rams. In my opinion, if if you're in my head right now, they do not have a cap space that they need to adhere to. I, I don't believe it. I I don't give a fuck if you broke down every number to me. I, there's no way it equates to under $208 million. There's no way. Just look at all these fucking cats that they're paying. It makes no sense. I, I know they, I know they don't have Bobby trees and Von Miller. You said it. Those are huge, but they just gave Stafford 40 mil a year and his extension. They paid no boom, big money to be their actual left tackle. You know, that their, their former backup, they paid Brian Allen over 10 mil, their center. Then, once, yeah, then they fucking paid Bobby Wagner and A-Rob. And, I mean, I don't even need to go into depth. of they got, They're paying a ton of these guys, just huge contracts. When you look at it, it's just ridiculous. But for draft purposes, because I'm pretty sure that's what this podcast is, draft podcast, um, typical, typical Rams fashion, they don't have a first-round pick. And for this year, they don't even have a top 100 pick. But just, just like a flyer or two. For their third and fourth round picks, um, you know, you you touched on it. Line depth, for sure. I, I see this guy drop way too low, in my opinion, way too far in mocks. I definitely love him more to the Broncos, and I think that'd be more, in my opinion, where I think he should go. But Abe Lucas is definitely an option at a Washington State. It would fit their system perfectly. Or Sean Ryan, you know, the, the guard out of UCLA for some inside depth. Uh, maybe play over David Edwards, maybe even Bobby Evans, who knows. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. They're going to be nasty. Yeah, this uh, their, their division is uh, slowly deteriorating after 
these yeah. last few these last few years have that uh, helps a lot too have really been a bloodbath uh for the nfc west and uh this is clearly the best team in the division we'll see if they're able to run it back i really like this team still and i mean i think the big area of need for them last year that you saw was that linebacker and you added one of the best linebackers of all time. I know he probably, he's lost a step. Obviously he's getting up there, but Bobby Wagner can still fucking play. That guy is unbelievable. hundred um, percent. So we're going to move to Arizona. Arizona's got eight picks. They're picking at 23. Um, secondary help for sure. This team desperately needs interior offensive line help. This team needs um, edge to help replace um Chandler Jones they need wide receivers for a team that was on the up and up this team has a lot of holes um lost Chandler Jones lost Christian Kirk lost Chase Edmonds and Jordan Hicks um and didn't really bring in anybody that notable Nick Vigil Will Hernandez um and they were able to retain James Conner that you know what that means Ray it's Eno Benjamin season um but Ray Ray talk to me about the Cardinals um and where they go because well i mean like i said this team was on the up and it seems like there's a lot of holes that they still need to plug i uh, they need to plug them they need to plug them fast i can t- i can associate a year from now they blow it all the fuck up kingsbury gone kyler gone i can see it i could associate because this team like they really do have a ton of holes um i think it's gonna have to start with building around kyler i mean it'd be he's your franchise right now he got hit way too much and he looked like a child playing in that playoff game um zion johnson if he's there at 20 what is it, 22 23 i think it's uh, a 23. Home, 23. home run pick for them i think it'd be really a really good way to start get those two uh giants outcast out of the guard position because like they're not really good <laughs> uh, if they want to but like again it's like this fucking organization, like Kingsbury and everyone, like I could see them just saying fuck it and going wide receiver. And I think Traylon Burks would be a really good fit on this offense as well. Um, second, but I mean, you can also, they have some picks later in the draft where they, I feel like that would be better suited to address. And then maybe on day two, some edge help to help fill that void that uh, Chandler Jones left. I know a lot of people are talking about him at being a fringe first talent, but I think at 55, Epikete, I think that's kind of around the range he should be going. Um, and I think that'd be Church. a good fit. I think, think that's a be a really good fit uh, in that scheme and everything to replace Chandler Jones. He's long. He's kind of got that like uh, stand up edge rusher uh, build to him. I feel like. Um, but yeah, this team this team's gonna have they're in the same boat as the Cowboys. I feel like it's kind of falling apart fast. Like their GM, I know <laughs> he's being sued or he's mentioned in the lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, I know people always shit on him, but like he's gonna have to do some work to prove that he's actually worth being. Uh, in charge of that organization. Yeah, I mean, it's so crazy. Like, I thought that, I mean, this was my pick last year to be the, the surprise team, and and they were, I mean, they were hot to start the season. They started, they were, they, they were like 7 like, to start the season, right? They were like 10 and 1 yeah. or 10 and um, 2 or something. But just imploded in the back half. And I, I, Kyler was banged up, but you're fucking five foot nothing. Like, running for your life the whole time gotta keep him upright yeah um red do like the uh the epicette hope if he got there that'd be great for them um some other guys that i i would possibly like for them cam thomas or uh like a nick benito i think would be a good fit in that scheme too that's good um 
so we'll move on to Sam Fran. Um, they have nine picks. They don't pick until the second round after the trade with Miami, where they moved up for Trey Lance last year. Um, Jimmy G is still on the roster, but who knows how that situation plays out. I'm assuming that they're going into next year, trying to move him either during the draft or, or before the right before the draft. And Trey Lance is their quarterback next year. Um, this team could use some, some wide receiver help for sure. Some interior offensive line help after like Tomlinson is gone and now a New York jet um, and some secondary help too. Um, Lake and Tomlinson gone, DJ Jones, Quan Williams uh, was a big loss for them too. Um, and Raheem Mostert also um, gone. They were able to add Charvarius Ward, a good signing for them in that secondary. They've gotten away with uh, average players playing up in that system, um, and they were also able to add Greg Odom in that secondary. So, Dean, talk to me about Sam Fran. Um, this is probably the transition year for Trey Lance, um, but we'll see. And what do you think they do with that second-round pick? Yeah, you touched on it. You touched on it really well because overall this was a fairly boring offseason for them, but one that I think was very, very solid. Yeah, they lost Lakin and they lost a slew of older, you know, secondary players, but I love the replacement with Ward and, and Odom. Definitely solid. We already went over Ward at a great, a really solid season last year, and Odom played a lot at, down in Indy, so totally totally fine they do have nine picks thanks to the compensatory picks which is fucking bonkers i think they got four one in the third so well, uh, yeah they, they get it for, for for sala and uh and for mcdaniel right yeah crazy yeah. i don't know if mcdaniel's this year though is it not? mcdaniel's gonna be next year next year yeah yeah but uh yeah you, you basically said it they i would i would assume that 61 which is their first pick is probably going to be that inside old line help because this defense is fucking i mean the front seven is ridiculous it's actually bonkers if you look at the it's actually crazy i obviously they've been fighting a lot of injuries uh the past two years not have had the best luck down in uh san fran but this is just a defense that over that overperforms pretty consistently and it really doesn't they don't need really great secondary help to be good it, it, it's a defense that really solely relies on the front seven and they make up for it so I, i'm gonna see that 60 you know that number 61 selection most likely be to help jimmy or most likely probably trey lance uh next year at least at some point even if they bring jimmy back and i would love to see cole strange here i think this is more so where he goes i saw a lot of people are starting to think he's a, a front end of the second, but I see him as front end of the third, back end of the second kind of guy. And considering he's a fucking freak athlete, you know, with some coaching, he could be a menace in Shanahan's outside zone running scheme. So that it would, I would believe Cole Strange would be perfect there. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the quarterback situation has not played itself out because there are still teams that, that need a quarterback. Yeah, but what do you do with Jimmy G? I, I listen, Jimmy G. Say what you want, but they were incredibly, incredibly close to fucking. They made the Super Bowl. They almost won. They should have won the Super. They should have won that. They should have oh, won oh, that fucking game. A they missed throw from from Jimmy G to Emmanuel Sanders. That's the game. I I just don't understand. It's it's like a his career is like a motherfucking broken record. It feels like 
I I don't know. I I still think he could do it. it. He definitely. I feel like he just doesn't get enough credit where credits due. Really, if you put it, if you put other middle middle of the pack quarterbacks there, I know this is a uh, this is a team that makes up for a lot of bad quarterback play, but it it's also a talent within itself to, you know, really just play perfect system quarterbacking. It really is, and not turn over the ball. They're the best I, organization I, in football, probably. I think it's safe to say. You think? Right? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I'm, I'm so with you that I think Jimmy G gets a bad rap, mm-hmm. but obviously, what we've seen in the past few years is that you can't win with mid-tier quarterbacks. You can't. Yeah. At, at very, a certain point, true. your quarterback has to take over a game and win you games because your defense isn't going to win you games every, every week. Um, it just won't happen. And they make the move for Trey Lance. And it, if Jimmy G's still on this roster, is he your starter next year? My prediction is that he will be starting the beginning of the season and Trey Lance will take over at some point. That's just, in my opinion, probably what they do. Uh, it's tough to say. They, I think they really got screwed with the um, his like surgery in the offseason. Yeah. I guess exactly. it's hard to second guess that. Like I said, like I think they're – if they're not the best, they're a top three organization, so it's hard to second guess them. But I think they kind of held on to him a little long. They probably should have moved them earlier because I don't think his value is going to be. I mean, I know the injury injury aside, it, yeah. this offseason was when his value is going to be at, at its peak. Well, he also they also got fucked not only for that, but this the QB carousel uh, carousel of, of this offseason was historic. I mean, think about how many were available, not only not only on, you know, over free agency, but on the trading block. And we saw obviously a ton get moved that, that did not help either. Usually, usually it's a lot easier to get rid of a quarterback who has proven success in the league and is not dirt old. It's crazy actually. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's played, he's played great for them. And Mm -hmm. you see guys like Mitch Trubisky and, and Mariota likely starters next year that were, that have been backups. Yeah, I thought Steelers would be a perfect fit for Jimmy G. It would have been a great fit for them. I agree. Would love Who to knows? see that play it's, out. They they definitely held on to him too long. I think last year probably should have been the year, even though they they thought they could have made a run for the championship, and they probably could have because that defense yeah. was good enough. But and at the same time, given Lance, uh, given Lance Mahomes treatment. I'm thinking that if I'm thinking like after the, they're hoping that once the draft happens and those QB dominoes fall, that maybe a market will clear itself out for him. I don't see him. I mean, I, I just don't see him being on the roster this season. I really don't. Yeah. I just feel like it. I feel like he needs to. I, I feel like it just sucks. Like you, you like almost waste an off season and you don't get any capital for this draft. Yeah. Uh, if you just let the draft play out. Um, but hey. I guess there are smarter people than us running that organization. Eh, probably not. We're dedicated. Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> BTT doesn't fuck around. That us. Um, so we're going to move on to our final team, um, the Seattle Seahawks, a team that is an absolute dumpster fire right now <laughs> after trading Russell Wilson. Um, they have eight picks. They're picking at nine. Um, this team is kind of strapped for high draft capital, though. Um Actually, no, they're not. Just kidding. They what do they pick at forty and forty one? Yeah. Um. So they were able to recoup 
Um, some capital after the shitty-ass Jamal Adams trade. Joey D, good looking out. Um, Joey. Quarterback, obviously um, a big area of need for them. Offensive tackle, also a big area of need. Honestly, that whole offensive line is a fucking mess. Um, edge and secondary, um, also have big areas of need. Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner. So uh, that core is finally gone from Seattle. That era is officially over, which is kind of sad. They had a good run. Um, DJ Reed and Gerald Everett also gone. Um, they were able to add Nusu. It was a good signing for them, but this team sucks. So who cares about their ads? And Austin Blythe was a, was a pretty good signing for them too. Um, they also picked up Rashad Penny's fifth year option after looking like one of the worst first round draft picks ever. He played out of his mind like the last like four games of the season. You love a Cinderella story like that. God, I love it. Um, so Ray, talk to me about Seattle. Um, they're in flux. They're talking about trading DK Metcalf. What do they do? Okay, yeah. So for them, I just have rebuild written down because they just have they need everything. Good call. Um, the fact that no one in that front office, like they're whoever's running that organization, I know Pete Carroll's untouchable, untouchable, but they're the fact that no one got fired from the way this organization's been managed is beyond me, in my opinion. Um, so I'm just gonna say what I would do personally, and maybe as like a little job interview, you know, like hopefully that someone's watching, you know, we got we got a lot of big following. Um, I'm going. <laughs> oh fuck! I mean, I think you gotta start at nine. You gotta address that offensive line. It's been an absolute. It's just been a revolving door for years now. It seems like, and Nuts. I think I think yeah. you're likely to probably get someone to fall there. But if not, if let's say one of those top three guys cross Neil or Icky don't fall. I think you run Sauce Gardner up to the, uh, the up to the uh, booth and just take him. I think he's a perfect fit for that scheme. Uh, Forty and forty-one. One of those picks is gonna get moved back, um, maybe even for capital next year. But in that range, I, I think I, there's gonna be some edge help there. Um, there could be some corner help there, and there could be some wide receiver help there because DK Metcalf's gonna be gone. It's just a matter of when he gets moved. Me personally. I would wait till after this draft to move them and gain capital for 2023 as insurance in case you guys don't suck as bad as you should and you can go up and get one of those QBs. Um, but I think it's, I mean, they have, they got Drew Locke. You got to just help protect them. Offensive line has to be a, a huge, huge, huge priority in this draft. I don't, I wouldn't even be, hate them doubling up first two rounds. Offensive line, offensive line. Something that is neglected for so long. Um like I think mean, tight end's really the only position they don't need. They have no offense. They picked up his fifth year option and they ha- got Will Disley. Um, I guess they don't really need running back either because they just have like a bunch of they have a ton of people actually. Fuck. Um yeah, I mean, I don't even know what else to say. They I mean Jamal Adams trade is just the most it's one of the most insane trades I think I've <laughs> ever heard of. It's fucking miserable. Um, but yeah, I think you have to start in the, the key positions. I mean, quarterback, there's not going to be value, but it's got to be offensive line, corner, edge. Those three positions, you got you to come out with a couple of guys there. Right. Yeah, there's definitely been talk of them drafting a quarterback, and I just think that's a humongous mistake. That'd be stupid. Uh, this team's going to suck. Um, and to throw a rookie quarterback into this, that the guys aren't even that good. The, so the team's going to suck. Um, 
let's be real. Pete Carroll doesn't have long left. I don't think. I don't see him going through a whole other rebuild. I can't believe but he's still there. You could go. I can't you believe could, he didn't retire. Their whole regime could be probably gone at this year, which is that's, that's the only thing. Like their backs against the wall. Teams do crazy shit when that happens. So, I mean, I'm, this entire draft is unpredictable, but them in particular, I don't. I think you just have to, like I said, I think you just have to build. You have to build back up. It's already, it's any already chance, nothing. Any chance you think Pete? doesn't give a flying fuck and he just gets blacked out draft nine and just they like spin a wheel for who the pick is he's fucking like 78 he's not yeah. gonna spearhead a fucking rebuild just fucking call it what it is and, i mean that, that's why i'm saying I'm do something fun I'm with shocked it he didn't retire because like what the i, fuck, yeah. what I the don't fuck understand are they playing for I have no fucking idea. I mean, his body's still rocking, but he's fucking old. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're him, like, yeah, why the why the fuck would I'm you also, coach? Why would you fuck would you want to coach the team? Pretty sure I'm also this yelling. Team stinks. It's brutal. <laughs> More importantly, who, why who would want to play fucking strong safety for this team? <laughs> Dude, he's probably so depressed right now. <laughs> he's probably so pissed. He's definitely smoking a cigar, fucking well, crying. Well, he's, right a, now. he's a winner, so you know he likes to win a lot, and when he loses, he gets. To- <laughs> All right, okay. I right, fucking wrap it up, please. I gotta go. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go to bed. All right, now let's bash Jamal Adams for another like three minutes. So. Love um, that. <laughs> it's also amazing being on the fucking receiving end of one of the worst trades of all time to be performed. Yeah, all we gotta do is hit. All right, so that'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed our finale of the division previews. That was fun. Uh, come back next week. We're finishing up the, the uh, position rankings with all of our stragglers. Um, we may do an individual quarterback uh, pod that has yet to be determined by uh, the higher ups. Um, so don't blame us. Uh, but quarterbacks, running backs, tight ends, the interior defensive line and the safeties are all positions that we are going to look for mm-hmm. next episode. So come ready because there's going to be a lot of talk about these guys. Um, as always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at between two tackles with the number two and stick with us as we are dangerously close to the NFL draft. Let's go boys.